You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am AJ Black. I am your host and editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. On today's show, we are going to look at two big news items, one having to do with basketball, the other to do with apparel. On top of that, we're going to look at draft busts, and I'm going to give you three Boston College draft busts from uh, recent memory, and by recent, last 25 years or so. And so let's kick it off with the news. So our first news item of the day has to do with basketball. So Boston College has landed their what looks to be their third assistant head coach um, to join Earl Grant's staff. And that's going to be Jim Molinari, who was an assistant at Oklahoma for the last two years under Lon Kruger. Now, as you know, Oklahoma has a great program. Lon Kruger is one of the legends of the game. And Molinari, he in himself is a... Uh, pretty storied coach as well. He has over 300 wins in his career, uh, a career that had uh, stops at Bradley, Western Illinois, Northern Illinois, Minnesota, and a few other stops. He's also been an assistant at Nebraska and at Oklahoma. So he was at Nebraska for four seasons and then Oklahoma for the last three. He's 66 years old, so he's the most experienced coach on the staff by a long shot. And that's great for a coach like Earl Grant because you're going to get a guy that knows what he's doing, that he's done everything. I mean, he's been to the tournament. He's been to the NIT. He's coached in big games with Oklahoma. You know, he's done everything. So you're getting a, a big name assistant to go with the staff. And basically what this does is it completes Boston College's basketball staff. You get three uh, assistants. He has now, he's, Pete Thamel broke the news and said that, you know, he's going to be part of the of Earl Grant's staff. I assume that means assistant. It could also mean that he could be associate head coach. Too. We haven't heard exactly what the... Um, the role is going to be Boston College hasn't announced that yet. But now Grant has his staff. So he has Molinari, you know, his elder statesman and, you know, a guy that, you know, has been in the trenches. And then he has Anthony Goins, the assistant from Clemson, you know, a guy that knows the Northeast and knows the ACC footprint. So this is a guy that has done a lot and can add that piece to Grant's staff. And then finally, Chris Markwood, who is from Northeastern, a really strong coach in the Northeast system that knows the AAUs that will be, uh, you know, and both him and Goings are both young coaches on the rise. So I think that's a really impressive staff for Boston College. You know, I, you know, Goings was the first name that popped up um, as a possible assistant to join him. And then Markwood and Molinari were real surprises, and especially Molinari, because I had heard so many, so much buzz about uh, Dave Paulson from George Mason as a possible assistant, and clearly he's not going to be. But it was interesting to see that uh, uh, name popped around. And I, I honestly think, you know, Paulson would have been great, but I think Molinari is a, is a home run. Um, I saw someone tweeting out, I don't know much about him, but s- saying that he's the loudest guy on the on the court at all times. So he's the loudest guy um, to, to on the, that coaches. So he's very much a yeller. So we'll have to see how he does with that staff. Now, now that um, Grant has his staff together, don't be surprised if Boston College really starts to dive in hard in the transfer portal. Uh, you know, you got... Brevin Galloway already in the portal, but he knew 
Earl Grant. You know, so he had a relationship with him. It made a lot of sense for him to go there. Now with Grant uh, having his staff, he can go to these recruits, show him his complete staff, and uh, sell them on on the school. So I think he's got a better chance of pulling in some some transfers from you know in the portal, and he's going to have quite the choices in the portal. That you know, the as we've talked about before, the transfer portal is bloated this year. It's about over, it's almost 1,300 uh, players. Every time I go on, I have a couple Twitter accounts I follow about the transfer portal. It's just constantly, like my feed is just constant transfer notices. So, you know, I think if Grant um, is aggressive, he can start to get some really good players on this team. And, you know, I'm not going to have high hopes for this team next year. Um, you know, unless he, he gets like, a you know, a Mac McClung who I saw from Texas tech who was in the, in the portal or, or one of those like top elite transfers, you know, I think next year is still going to be a, a rebuilding period and he's going to have to bring his own recruits in, but you know, maybe he can get a couple of players that will make this program exciting. That's all it takes is one. And there's 1300 players out there. You can find one of them. So, uh, Molinari, it has not been announced officially by the school yet, but Pete Thamel has announced it. And, um, if, if you follow BC sports, Thamel is never wrong. He, he, I, someone in the program feeds him everything. So you can, you can put this down as good as gold that he knows what he's talking about with this. So that's our news piece for today. We're going to get into a second news piece in a moment where I'm going to talk about Boston college is getting a new apparel deal. And we're going to get into a, a big discussion about what that means, who that company is and why it's some, a reason for Boston college fans to get excited. Let's chat first though, about built bar. Have you had a built bar yet? It's one of my favorites. I have one every day around three o'clock as my like midday snack and it's delicious. There's 18 flavors. Six of them are new, 12 are original. I tell you right now, my favorite is um, the cookies and cream. I I love that. And then they have promotional ones. They had a whole um, line of white chocolate built bars recently that were amazing. I just got my, I'm looking at the box right now. I got a box of them um, so I can have one for with my snack. So what do, what do they bring with you? The flavor profiles of these are amazing. Look, listen to the coconut almond. 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams net carbs. You're not going to beat that. And it's 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 delicious and it doesn't uh, it doesn't taste like a protein bar. You know, protein bars can be chalky or gross. These are not. They're just delicious. Covered in chocolate, you're not going to beat it. Now, all you have to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, if you have not checked out Locked On Today, I really recommend that you check it out. Head on over to Locked On Today podcast, wherever you get your uh, podcasts or the Odyssey app. They're going to give you all the news that you want in less than 20 minutes. Hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, they're going to give you updates on the latest news in every sport with the help of our local experts. Check out Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to be joined by Emma Healy of the um, the Heights uh, newspaper, student newspaper. She's going to talk to me about one of the articles she wrote recently and give some thoughts about that. Emma is great. I know her a lot from... Uh, she's, she's done roundtables on BC Bulletin. We're always in the same... Um, you know, press pool together. So uh, you're going to want to hear her thoughts. It's a, you know, a student, but she's really, she's on top of her game and she's, she's going pretty far. So you're going to want to hear what she has to say tomorrow. So let's chat about the biggest news of the day and one everyone wanted to talk about, which is the apparel deal that Boston College 
landed with New Balance. So if you remember, Boston College, for the last 10 years or so, has been locked in with Under Armour. And, you know, for the most part, it's been pretty underwhelming. The, the uniforms themselves, they kind of bleed into whatever Florida State's wearing. They all look kind of the same. There's nothing really fantastic about it. You know, they did the um, red bandana uniforms, which are nice, and some of the throwbacks were okay. But for the most part, Under Armour, you know, they were what they were. And and that was a company that was in trouble financially as they've been starting to shed some of their collegiate um, sponsorships uh, around the country. So re- uh, earlier this year, they jumped, uh, they dumped UCLA and Martin Jarman was able to get Jumpman for them. Now, New Balance is interesting. And I know I saw a lot of mixed reviews on, on Twitter. A lot of BC fans who are from Boston think it's great. And then all the snarky uh, bloggers and um, media folks who are just ripping on it. Um, so you get different, you get different perspective so you know the bloggers they're all saying oh it's an old man shoe and they're an, you know now boston college is the old man uh team that the fathers across the country can root for and i get it you know a lot of older people do wear new balance but i think what what you need to understand is this this deal is about the shoe but the but boston college you know is getting much more than just a shoe. First of all, New Balance is a company that is really starting to rise in terms of athletic gear. They're trying to push and and get into a higher end of the market. So you've seen that, you know, I posted up on BC Bulletin that they have sponsorship deals with Kawhi Leonard, who's an NBA MVP and one of the best players in the country. They have one with various Olympians. They, you know, the whole uh, running line that they're trying to push with that. So I, I, I disagree with the people who are saying this is just an old man um, shoe. Because you should see some of the players reacting on Twitter. Because New Balance is only doing 30 of 31 teams. And you could probably guess who the one is not. And that is football. Um, so they're going to do basketball, baseball, hockey. You name it, they're going to they're gonna be the, um, the apparel for that. But the players seemed very excited about it. And players seem to know... The shoe types for New Balance. I saw Travis Levy, you know, shouting out that he wanted a, a custom pair of blah blah blah. I forget what they're called. Um, so, you know, we all joke about it, but I think New Balance is much bigger than what people are saying, and I think they're a company on the rise. And I think that's why Boston College fans should be excited about this deal because you could go and be with Nike, and that's great. You know, you'll, you'll get benefits from that, but you're going to be one of like sixty schools. And Boston College, when you're fighting against, you know, other big programs like Oregon and whoever else is on, on Nike, you're going to fall to the bottom of the pack. They're not going to put their best effort into the work that they do. Boston College will be New Balance's only Power 5 school. You know, they have Maine and they have Denver as well. So that gives Boston College an excellent opportunity to get into the market with a, 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 a company that really wants to build out. And New Balance is giving them a ton of different things to go along with this. For instance, Earl Grant said in his statement that Boston College players are going to get the opportunity to design their own shoes and to work on designing uniforms. Now, as much as you want to say, oh, look at that's a Jordan swoosh. Woo, that's fun. You know, they, they have their set standard, you know, apparel for that. That's a unique selling point that Boston College just gained. If you can make your own custom shoes for for the games and say, "Hey, I made my own my own brand of uh, New Balance," and they look sharp and they look fresh, 
that's going to be great. I, I, I think that's a bigger sell than just being, you know, school number 50 on Nike's pro portfolio. So you get that. You also get, they said stuff in the in the press con, uh, release that was kind of vague, but it, it kind of piqued my interest that New Balance is going to help specifically with the basketball program to give them more um, better results on and off the court. So I wondered what that meant. I'm wondering, you know, maybe they're going to start pumping money into BC. You, you know, there's a new practice facility that's supposedly coming. Is it going to be the New Balance practice facility if they pump money into that? We don't know. So you get all of this. Plus, New Balance, as I said before, is a Boston brand. So you get the synergy with a local um, company that is dying to get into the market. And it just makes sense. Now, it's it's a bit of a risk. But Boston College, on top of all of that, is making more money in this deal than they did under Under Armour. And this is the biggest deal Boston College has signed um, ever, apparel-wise. It dwarfs Under Armour. And they did it without including football. So football is going to get their own deals. That's money, money, money right there. And I know you're going to say Boston College doesn't mean need money, but I've said it before on this podcast. You have to put on a financial hat here and understand that athletics runs on a different budget than the school. So you can't just say that BC has a $2.5 billion endowment because it's not that simple. It's the athletic department has their own budget that is now increased because of the Under Armour um, d- designation that they got. So I think this is huge because now hopefully this means that Boston College can spend more money, that they have more money for structures and, and facilities, and they're, they're in good shape with this. And I think it, it's, a, it's a home run win for the Eagles. It's a chance, and I said this to someone online earlier, it's a chance for the Eagles to um, to basically, you know, just think about what Oregon did with Nike. Now, Nike is huge, but that's what New Balance wants. They want to become like Nike. And how great would it be for Boston College to hitch their wagon to a program like New Balance right away if they rocket ship off and to become this great apparel company? Think of all the, all the features that Oregon gets that Boston College could become that for New Balance if they get that big. Now, this, that's a big question mark, and you know they have to get over a whole bunch of different humps, but that's my thoughts on on the New Balance Boston College deal. So th- I, I, I was a little annoyed with all the stupid comments on Twitter because there were so many stupid comments about it. And so many of them were about football, which is stupid because BC is not in an apparel deal with New Balance for football. I've heard, just in case you were wondering... The rumor that's been spinning around, and I know I want to give Barstool BC credit for this because I know that they posted it first, was that Adidas is going to be football, but I haven't heard that distinct, uh, dis, uh, definitively yet. And I, Jason Baum said that we're going to find that out in a couple of weeks. So in a moment, we're going to get more negative. Um, we're talking about draft. We've talked about players in the draft. I'm going to talk about draft busts, and I'm going to look at three BC players that have been pretty monumental BC busts in the NFL. And uh, we'll, we'll check that out in a moment. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball is over, but the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline.ag even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time updated odds and props, you can bet on anything you can imagine. All you need to do is head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON. That means 100% 
100 dollars you're gonna get a 50 dollars bonus you can't beat that so all you have to do is head over to betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts April 19th through 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lacanafor, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts for every team will make trades and pick the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, folks, let's get the negativity out there. This is Locked On Boston College. We're going to look at draft busts from Boston College history. And I'm going to give you three. And they kind of span uh, the recent history with Boston College. And I'm going to I'm gonna rank them, uh, but they're a little bit you, – you could argue anyway. So and the, the number three draft bust for me, you know, we're looking at guys that did not – fulfill their you know promise at the nfl level and it the number three for me is one that has played the most recently and that's andre williams and this one kills me because i loved watching andre williams play uh but man was he just disappointing when he got to the nfl you're talking a guy that was a former and a heisman finalist he was picked fourth round 113th overall the 2014 draft he gets out there he he immediately for the New York Giants gets the opportunity to start playing. And he, you know, he finishes his rookie season with 721 rushing yards, but the big issue you saw was he started fumbling the ball. And then he started fumbling the second year, he rushed 88 yards for 257 yards in the uh, touchdown and then was released. And then he just that was it. So, you know, he's only a fourth round pick, but you know, running backs unless you're Adrian Peterson or um Nick Chubb, you're going to go in third or fourth round. So, you know, you'd expect him to stick around with the team. He just never did. He was in two years and then he was gone. And I think a lot with Williams had to do with his size. He was more of a power runner. You know, he he was big in college because he could just run over collegiate um, defenders. When you get to the pros, you can't do that as much because unless you're Derrick Henry, those guys are, are, you know, linebackers. You're, You're playing against the elite players. So you can't do that anymore. I think that's where he struggled, along with ball security. So Andre Williams, unfortunately, he's number three on my list. And I, you know, <laughs> when I when I went out, I saw another podcast do this, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna make my own list. And after I made my list, I was like, oh, I wish I didn't make my list because I feel bad about everyone I put on this list. Because number two for me, and is Ron Brace. And I I hated putting him on here because he dried, died so tragically. But, it, you know, I'm just telling you from a career perspective, you know, he was a second round draft pick. He was right out of the first round. Um, and he, he did nothing in the pros. Um, you know, he went to the Patriots in the 2009 draft. He, you know, he signed a big deal. And he was only active for, you know, a handful of games. Uh, he was released in 2012. He didn't play at all in 2011. And then he went to the Redskins, and then he was just immediately released. Um, and then his life ended tragically with a heart attack. So I hated putting him on here, but I just couldn't. When I was looking at, um, you know, draft bus, he, you know, his name before, especially before his his um, tragic demise, 
um, he was definitely one. He's one that comes up all the time. So he's my number two on my list. And um, he was so dynamic when he was with the Boston College too, you know. You know, between him and BJ Raji, you know, let's, let's turn this positive. When Brace was with Boston College, he was so much fun to watch. You had two defensive tackles playing together that you've never seen play together. You'll probably never see at Boston College for another couple, you know, maybe half will get it, but you know, you had BJ Raji, who was, you know, an all pro and then Ron Brace. So two really good guys uh, playing at the defensive tackle position. So uh, thank That was just about Ron Brace. And number one is a name that goes down all the time when you talk about NFL bus. Um, and that, that would be Mike Mamula. Now, Mike Mamula was an interesting pick. You know, he went in 1995. He was the seventh pick overall. Now, he he left Boston College as a relative unknown. You know, most people didn't know who he was. And then all of a sudden, he goes in and he has this monster combine. (laughs) Like, he's a workout warrior. That's what they call him. You know, he had 26 reps at 2,225 bench press. He ran a 4.5 40-yard dash. He had a 38... uh, yard vertical leap. His broad jump was crazy. He had a good wander. Like he had everything going. And so he went the seventh pick overall. Now, I don't think, you know, you look at Mike Mamula's stats and you say, oh, you know, you know, if he was a third or fourth round pick, that wouldn't be bad. But you have to put in context where he fell in the draft. He was a seventh pick. That's like, like if you think right now, like Justin Fields could be a seventh pick right now or, or, um, or, um, Lamar Chase or, or, um, Kyle Pitts. You know, these guys are like that pick. You're looking for guys that could be cornerstones of superstars for your team, not a guy that's going to go out of the league in five years. And, and really, you know, he had some seasons, but he had two seasons where he had eight sacks, but, you know, he, he petered out real fast after an injury to his neck, I think it was. And that was just it. And that, you know, and I think he ended up being a cautionary tale for a lot of teams because, yeah, he had, you know, you, you get the big combine results, but you also, you got to, you got to look at other things. So uh, my number one draft boss has to be Mike Mamula. Um, so I don't know. Did I miss any, you know, you could, I'm sure I'm going to get some older folks that are going to tell me about years past that I probably missed, uh, but those were the ones I thought of. Um, if you disagree with me, Hit me up on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can find me on Facebook at Boston College SI. And we have a YouTube channel where we're putting up videos. I have a special announcement. I had a really good idea that I'm going to start doing with the YouTube channel. I'm going to do a Locked On Boston College extra each week. We're just going to do like a five-minute like side thing, um, you know, a side conversation about something and it could be anything you know i've talked about beer i've talked about sports i could talk about anything that's going on uh so if you like it head on over to uh youtube and find bc bulletin if you find the channel hit subscribe and you'll start getting it i'm gonna put one out either thursday or friday this week it'll be my first locked on boston college extra that you're gonna want to check out this is aj black i'll be back again tomorrow with another episode i'm gonna give some more feedback um i I had people starting to tweet me with their thoughts about the new balance deal we'll talk about what they said um and hear what the coaches had to say as well so take care everyone we'll see you again tomorrow